When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's start on the cricketing theme. Lockie Ferguson behind the main mic at the uh, Starship Enterprise in Towers in Auckland. You look good, Lockie. You look like radio hosting might be a future. Yeah, thanks. Uh, no, I think I'll leave it for, for you guys at this point in time for sure. Fast bowler slash golfer. I, I've just been informed of this. I've been living under a bit of a rot the last couple of weeks, so I was unaware. You're chasing a fox. Tell me all about this. How did you get? How did you get uh, swept up into this? Yeah, we uh, started actually last year um, and had a pretty good day out. The the cricket groups made up of uh, Mitch Satner and, and Ross Taylor and myself and uh, quite a lot of other stars. I think there was six groups last year um, with uh, some All Blacks, some Warriors, uh, some Olympians, and some uh, past legends of the, their respective sports. So uh, we took it out last year. Uh, so defending champs. So um, pretty uh, pretty big day tomorrow. Well, I did say to Ricardo and Israel Dag before 9 o'clock, you guys play a whole heap of golf. I'd be very disappointed if you didn't compete well. And uh, you, you probably uh, rather enjoyed winning last time out. Oh, no, it was, it was such a good day out. Um, I think, you know, obviously John Key, I don't know if the listeners heard, but he had a big hole-in-one last year, which was pretty awesome to watch. And um, I think every time something special happened, it was when Foxy was playing with that group and, and the crowd was uh, right behind them. Yeah. <laughs> How good a goal for you? Uh, getting better. Yeah, getting better. Yeah. Um, I'm probably mid-table in our team. It's pretty tough to take down Mitch Satner. He's uh, he's arguably world-class with golf. So but worried he hasn't played in the last three months, and I think Ross Taylor's probably had limited rounds as well. He's been playing some cricket. So um, we'll see how we go tomorrow. And then how bad do you feel as a golfer when you play next to Ryan Fox? Because I imagine <laughs> that's pretty deflating after just a couple of shots. You're like, whoa, wow, that, that gap's that, that gaps quite large. Yeah, I feel sorry for his golf balls. They get hurt every time. Um, <laughs> he's a proper player, yeah, obviously. He's had such a successful year. It's, uh, it's awesome to see a Kiwi do so well and have such a big fan following too. He plays golf like he's a fast bowler, isn't he? Aggressive, yeah. 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 Look, I actually was lucky enough to watch him at the Open in Carnoustie, geez, maybe five years ago. Um, but it was so windy the day I went to watch him, and like his skills were unbelievable when it was windy. And some other golfers struggled in those wins, but he felt he felt obviously pretty comfortable. So uh, I hope it's not windy tomorrow. That's <laughs> all I'll say. <laughs> Indeed, I've always wondered what it's like to be able to murder the ball as far as they do. You must feel pretty darn good um, uh, in the tee box when you're about to absolutely snort, snort it. I'd like to know, when you're standing at the mark, top of your own mark, and you're about to charge in, you can see the guys sort of absolutely crapping themselves. What a f- How good a feeling is that? Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, no, I love fastballing. I, I think I make that pretty clear and certainly get around all other fastballers who like to do the same. But, uh, yeah, it's a good feeling for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a bit of an understatement. <laughs> but it takes its toll. It takes its toll on the body. And what you're 
currently what recovering from what isn't an Achilles issue. Yeah, just uh, sort of as all athletes kind of do have a little bit of tendinopathies in areas when we play a lot, um, which is natural, but unfortunately it just flared up um, the first time it's flared up like that uh, at a crucial stage in the World Cup, which is always disappointing. Um, so, yeah, I've just been taking uh, some sort of uh, downtime off the feet um, back in the gym trying to build the strength, but um, back bowling after this morning uh, interview, so looking forward to that. Right, so, so the hence why we've got the tick to play golf. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, golf's yeah. good for it, they told me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you can tell everyone. It's yeah, really yeah. good. I've got to go <laughs> out. It's great for my recovery. Yeah. I've got to go and play 36 holes today. So w- when exactly during the World Cup did it flare up? Uh, and I detect you're a bit frustrated with that at yeah. the worst possible time. It's, uh, it kind of flared up actually against Afghanistan a little bit, but um, it's happened before and you can sort of bowl through uh, with tendon issues. Um, they can take quite a lot of strain rather than the muscles, which can tend to tend to break so um, yeah flared up in that game recovered all good and then went into um, the India game uh, managed through that game which I was stoked and then unfortunately against Australia uh, just it got got quite a lot worse the outfield at um, Durham Charlotte was just a bit sandy so probably not ideal conditions um, and just the nature of the, I guess the the loads we'd had having had um, pretty big series leading into it um, mm. yeah these things happen but it came back quite quickly, fortunately, so um, it was nice to be a part of the, the semi-final, of you, course, at the end. Yeah, I, I, you won't say it. You've got an IPL auction in six days. I'll say it. Some of the outfits were absolutely mud. Um, uh, yeah, so it was quite difficult for the players out there, I'm sure. How do you reflect on the World Cup now? Yeah, tough reflection. Um, I think, you know, certainly from uh, my eyes and I think the team's point of view, this is a, a great black cap side, and, and certainly um, every part we felt we could go on and win it you know obviously having success four years ago and then still building as a team throughout the last four years to here um, a lot of the players well pretty much all the players have a lot of experience in India so the conditions weren't strange to us um, but yeah you know I suppose if we started the tournaments there we would get to the semis and uh, that, that's still a success in, in a lot of people's eyes but you know obviously we wanted to win it that's what we were there for. Frustrating I guess from a bowling unit in that semi-final, I know they're an incredible top six. You know, and on their day, they can do that to anyone. But did you th- did you think you gave the best account of yourselves when you look back at that semi? Yeah, no, it's it's just always a hard one to I guess uh, reflect. I, I think during the game we we were trying things, uh, but it just wasn't paying off. And and I think at the top level, especially playing India and India, those sort of fine moments, those one percent things need to go your way and create pressure on the batting side. But, you know, you have to say, well done. The way they batted, they they took it to us early on in that game and really put us under some pressure. Uh, and Virat Kohli, of course, you know, pretty special. Uh, obviously, we don't want to see him get hundreds against us, but um, that guy's a pretty spectacular player um, to get that many tons in, in one day cricket. It's pretty wild. How crazy are those atmospheres? Yeah, they're epic. They're honestly epic. Like, it's it's really hard to explain the noise throughout. Um, very keen to get some of my mates over there to, to watch at some stage, hopefully, because they ask me every time, and it's like it's really hard to explain how noisy it is and how much passion they have yeah. for cricket. But also just the support they have, you know. Like, if, if I turn around to the crowd and wave, the crowd cheers for me as well. So <laughs> they, just, they just love cricket. Um, but, of course, when... Uh, the Indian team's doing well. They're even louder. But, um, no, nah, it's just an epic place to play cricket. 
but I'd imagine there's nothing quite like silencing a crowd. It seems all you need is to nick someone off, and it's like 50,000 people shut the uh, expletive up. Yeah, well, Camo obviously <laughs> mentioned that throughout the final, which was um, you know pretty cool to, to say it pre-match and then have it happen. But, yeah, we had played that game in Durham Charlotte against India, and we certainly had them under some pressure there. And, yeah, the, the crowd did go quite quiet then. But uh, even then, the crowd was still, like, cheering for you when you're on the boundary, which is quite wild. So, uh, nah, they're just lovely people there, honestly. They just love the game. How do cricketers reflect on Australia's performance in that final? New Zealand cricket fans are very begrudging in praise to Australia, but how do those in the know, like yourselves who play, they understand the talent in the ad, you know, how do you reflect on, on such a dominant win? It was, yeah. No, it definitely was. And I, I think you looked at the Australian team sort of leading from the start of the World Cup. You know, they had two tough matches to start. Um, and then I guess they could say they're on the back foot. But throughout the tournament, they just kept getting better and better. And obviously they are the big final players and, um, you know, it was a tough one when we looked at it, probably not sure which one of those teams we wanted to win. But, um, but yeah, at the same time, they played a pretty spectacular final and just small things like their fielding was unbelievable in that moment, you know, and it just changes games and, and finals like that. How stressful was it following the Black Caps Test Series in Bangladesh? <laughs> yeah, wow. We just came <laughs> from Bangladesh uh, into the World Cup, so I know how the wickets are there. Um, not easy to bat on is all I'll say. Um, but, yeah, I think um, no, it was nice the boys bounced back in that second test, um, especially someone like Glenn Phillips. You know, he's been given the nod, and not only uh, with the ball he was exceptional, but, you know, to, to play that innings and get us to pass score uh, in that first innings was, was pretty spectacular. So, now nah, stoked for the boys to come out with 1-1. Obviously, once again, they probably would have been stoked to, to take the series, but it's not easy playing test cricket over there, I can only imagine. Yeah, that, that 87 is the equivalent of 150. That's why I've tried to describe it. It's truly brilliant. His bowling's improved. You know, describe him as a character. He, he looks effervescent. Looks like, you know, when you drop a disparate into a glass of water and, and just fizz it. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. how I would describe him. No, I've, I've played with GP since he started at Auckland, and he's not changed one little bit. Yeah, if anything, he's got more energy now, which I'm trying to work out how. But, um, <laughs> um, but no, that guy, just anything he does, he's 100%. Uh, he, he's a hard worker, but uh, he, just, he just loves it. He loves the fight, loves the cricket. Um, so to see him to do that after a big stint away from home too and, and sort of play a performance like that under some pretty heavy pressure it says a lot about his character and you know obviously a star for us in the future but he's he's a star right now hey walk me through the return to play protocol for you you, you say you're back bowling today you know how do you sort of manage that to you're ready to actually enter the field of play yeah, look, I obviously um, have a very good relationship with Steady, um, so it's important to keep um, those comms up with, you know, once I start back playing, I'm sort of playing again for another eight months straight. So, um, yeah, it's just having those conversations. Uh, it's, it's sort of a day-by-day thing. With my Achilles, it, it only really flared up when I was, you know, trying to bowl 150, so it's pretty hard to to see if it's going to be sweet. But having said that, we're giving it that just extra bit of time to build the strength in it, and then hopefully it'll be fine after that. So um, obviously always nice to be able to have those conversations with a head coach, and he understands uh, the bigger picture, not just the series coming up. Um, So certainly try to get on the park as soon as possible. But, um, yeah, we'll start with the first bowl today. (laughs) Come on, mate, just bowl 149. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, I can do that any day of the week. It's, It's just when you try to go 150. (laughs) <laughs> do, you, do you feel like that's what you have to get back to, though? Is that your point of difference? Yeah. For like, sure. could, could, do, do you see yourself being successful if you ended up bowling 130, 135? Or do you think you still need to be in that upper echelon? Oh, Jesus, that's a 
It's hard hitting question early in the morning. Um, look, I love bowling quick. Come on, mate. It's 20 past nine. Mate. <laughs> I've got a four and a two year old. I've been out for weeks. <laughs> Um, look, I, I think, you know, things would have to change if I was bowling 135. I'd have to, to swing the ball a lot more. And um, at first change, it's not always the easiest to do. So, yeah. But but I love bowling fast. So, and I love my role in the team. And, you know, I do everything I can to make sure I'm playing and, and bowling quick. And uh, I just absolutely love it. So, that's the goal to get back there if, if times change in the next few years. So be it. But right now, I still think I'm fit enough to bowl 150 for sure. Do you know what uh, New Zealand fans have loved over the years? The thought of Lockie Ferguson bowling 150 with a red ball in his hand. <laughs> now, what I did notice, Lockie Ferguson, you bowled in first-class cricket last summer for the first time, I think, since 2019-2020. Yes, I have been paying attention, Lockie. <laughs> you and red ball. Tell me the future. Is there any? Uh, I think it's probably a little bit unlikely. Um, you know, obviously a tough team to make at the same time. But, um, yeah, I had a crack last year, and I, I love Red Bull. That's, I think, where uh, it all started for me, to be honest. I had a sort of breakout season for the Aces, and we won the championship. And um, I love Red Bull, just love the, the battle and, and being able to change plans each spell and also just the staying on the park with the boys in the dirt um, for long periods feel like the, the Bears tend to taste better after a, a four-day win for sure. So I haven't experienced a, a test win. Um, obviously only played the one and, and didn't really make it through the first day. So, um, but, but yeah. Yeah, but you weren't helped there. You weren't helped there. You, you weren't given a lot of time bowling with the Red Bull prior to it. Um, you know, it was a bit of a bugbear of mine at the time. So what, have you given up the dream or is it more like, I'm 32, I've got to look after the body. White ball, is the, you know, focusing on that is the prudent approach. Yeah, I mean, from my point of view, we, we play so much cricket now, so it's trying to fit it all in. There's not that many bowlers who play all three formats um, just because of the load of cricket. And I've worked so hard yeah. to get myself into the both white ball sides. And, you know, there's a lot of graft and, um, you know, I never thought probably I'd get there. So uh, I've certainly had the reflections to say, hey, look, I've actually made these two sides and I, I want to cement those spots and, and not let that slide. Um, so... It, it's a real, a real tough one. Um, of course, the loading for test matches is probably twice as much as a one day, so it keeps going up. And to bowl one fifty um, for that many overs is obviously pretty challenging. Yeah, so few people have done it. Louis got his hand up. Are, are you trying to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, yeah. polite just, of Louis. I'll, Normally, just interrupts Lockie. Yeah. <laughs> no. you're scared that you're going to bowl at him. <laughs> no bounces. No. Oh, and here, no bounces. No, I mean, I'm just bored with the cricket chat. I was just curious, social calendar-wise, Lockie, I was just looking through the schedules. Looks like the Pakistan series is done. There's no Aces games on, and um, the Karakamillion's back at Ellerslie, mate. So, fedora, um, what, sort of, what sort of hat, you know, open collar. You love the races, mate. You'll be there, won't you? Break out my Pahutakawa suit. Um, yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, th- I think uh, probably not this year. Yeah, it'd be nice to have some time away with the family. Um and it's, it's all back to training now. Um, it's been nice to have a few weeks um, just away from the game, but no, I'm a bit hungry to get back amongst it now. Yeah, sweet. I'll uh, get a photo with you there then. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you about the IPL? I think you've got an auction in five, six days with Cole Cutter, but I think you're technically on the market and you're going under the hammer. Like, How weird is it? How weird is it to go through an auction? I know you've, you've done it a few times, but, you know... For us mere mortals, never can close it. It seems truly fascinating to me. You know, tell us about the experience. Uh, look, the auction, yeah, certainly my first uh, time I got picked up by Flem and uh, the rising Pune Super Giants um, was a pretty special experience. But um, it's sort of 
you know, you just you're hopeful to get picked up. You're stoked if you're there, of course. And um, if it happens, it happens. And it, it, it can be a little bit fickle at times. And I think all players will probably agree with that. But been fortunate to play quite a few years and uh, had a close relationship with Kolkata. But there, there's a lot of releases this year, so the auction's going to be yeah pretty busy, I would imagine. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed, mate. I I, I don't really. I guess um, worry too much about it. Obviously, just once I get there, hopefully, stoked to get, be a part of the side and, and get amongst it. How do you set your price? Like, is it you or like you seek advice? Because I see a headline there: Russian Ravindra has set his price at ninety-eight thousand New Zealand dollars. I think he's going to go over. I'm pretty confident he'll <laughs> probably go for a couple of dollars more. But how do you set your price? Uh, just what you feel uh, in your guts really I, th- I think when you start out you probably start a little bit lower and then after time yeah. you probably um, I, I honestly don't reckon it, it matters too much because they sort of set okay. the list of what they think's going to be players of uh, interest so I think the IPL kind of lists out the players of interest at the top and then it goes from there so it doesn't matter all too much but yeah it'd be cool to see Ratch go, go big I'm sure he will How crazy was that sort of rise throughout the tournament to see? As India desperately sort of tried to claim him too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Incredible. New Zealand born. Yeah. Absolutely incredible, yeah. No, um, just to see him obviously get starts but then kick on three times, um, get big tons, under pressure, uh, roaring crowd, of course, um, and big games too. It's, uh, you know, we really saw like uh, in front of your eyes the development of a, a young gun and we know how well his, how good his skills are and have been for a long time but it's that mental part uh, once you get to the top level that was probably the most impressive from him. Okay, you're head of an IPL franchise. What are you paying to sign Rutsch and Revenge? What's he going for? Probably top top price for sure. Yeah, I don't even wow. know. Yeah. Nah, I think, I think he'll, yeah, I think he'll go strong. Obviously, Gun batter, but he's you know he's a proper bowler too. He was exceptional for us at India, and obviously likes the Indian conditions. So um, yeah, I don't know, mate, but certainly I love seeing Kiwis go big. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, lots, mate, lots. And he's full of culture, being from Wellington, where we out culture people all the time. Lockie, absolute treat to uh, see you. Have you on the program? Thanks so much. Uh, good luck chasing Foxy. That's not easy. Um, you know, uh, hopefully you can play to standards. And most importantly, hope that recovery from the Achilles goes strong and you're back uh, bowling Thunderbolts soon. Appreciate it. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me on this morning.